Big Podcast. Build a Big Podcast. David Hooper with the marketing podcast for podcasters. If you want to spread a message, make people care about it, get paid more money for the work that you do and the advertising you take, you are in the right place. On the last episode, I talked with Steve Stewart. Steve runs the Podcast Editors Club. It's a huge group, probably the largest in the world of podcast editors. It is on Facebook at Podcast Editors Club. If you're not a member, search for it, join it. It's free, Podcast Editors Club on Facebook. He also runs Podcast Editor Academy. So if you want to make money with your editing or just get better at editing, it's a great resource for you. The last episode, we talked about the philosophy of editing, working with guests, working with clients, if you're editing for other people. This is a bonus episode. This is some stuff from that same conversation that's a little bit more technical. So if you're using Audacity, especially the brand new Audacity, Audacity 3.0, we dive into that. Even if you're not editing your own podcast, I think you'll get something out of it because somebody's editing your podcast, right? You will be able to communicate with your editor better because of this content. It's real quick. And like the last conversation, it's a lot of fun. Steve's a cool guy. So here it is, Steve Stewart from Podcast Editors Club and Podcast Editor Academy. The conversation, some of the more technical things about audacity. I know, I imagine, one of the big things is that all your tracks are on a single file now. It's not a stack of mm. files in a folder. And I would think for editors, that's going to be amazing that you can get this raw audacity file to work with. I used to export to Wave. For example, each track individually to wave if I needed to move something. Don't have to do that anymore. I would say as far as workflow, I'd say Audacity is probably easier as far as transferring files. I love the whole thing about exporting to specific directories as well. Like if you need a certain type of file, I can automatically send it to Dropbox just through an export. Don't have to find the directory or anything. It's amazing. Right. Yeah, with Audacity, there was that .aup file that was separate from the underscore data folder which had all the audio in it and you had to use the .aop file that is kind of like a, a lunch shortcut that's gone i love that it's gone because one of the problems i've had with audacity in the past is trying to share an audacity project or, or a client trying to share it with me through dropbox and right. if there's one digit that's off then i can't open up the project this should fix that problem where it's just one .au3 file to share there shouldn't be any lost data then the problem is that if you had a WAV file and you exported the WAV file, obviously it's done. You can't go back and undo anything. That's beyond the, the right. topic of this uh, question. Right. But the file size of a WAV file and a .au3 file, the project folder or file, it's pretty much the same size. So you're not saving space or anything like that. I was kind of hoping there would be. Obviously, you can zip things down, but I hate doing that because it's just another step that almost isn't necessary. That's one of the big arguments against Audacity is what they call destructive, meaning that when you do make a change, it's done. You can control Z it, but you can't make a thousand little changes like you could in Audition. That's never been an issue to me. I guess that's one of those workarounds like you're talking about. It's like, yeah, you know, it would be nice to have, but it's, it's maybe one of those things It's 10% better for me. I'm curious, what are the things that you would change in Audacity if you could get the ear of the developers? What would make it better for podcasting? I think what you were mentioning there is the difference between Audacity and a lot of the other DAWs is Audacity is a destructive editor, meaning when you make a change, once you click save or you go too far down the way, you can't undo it. Right. Whereas a lot of the other DAWs, 
you're going to be able to just pull something back. You could be 30 minutes into an edit and they start talking about the dog that was barking earlier and you can't remove the conversation about the dog talking earlier, but you edited out the dog barking earlier. So then you go back and bring the dog back in. You can do that. The audacity, you can't. That's the number one objection people have to audacity is it's destructive. But I'll tell you what, I have rarely, maybe once a year, had to go back and add something back in that I took out or yep. did something that was... I've never really had a problem with the destructive editing piece of Audacity. I haven't either. I've always got the original that I can go back and figure out, let's put this thing in there somehow. Yeah. If I accidentally took something out. I would like to see a good crossfade, though. When you chop up sentences, fades out the first part of it, and when you come back in, fades that in. So it's sometimes Well, you could not create a, a macro for that. Can you? Absolutely. I need to join Podcast Editor Club, I guess. <laughs> yes, because there's a girl in there, her name is Paroma Chakravati, who showed us a macro for that crossfade. Just ask the question in the Facebook group and, and somebody will bring it up to you. But yeah, uh, you could create your own crossfade for that with a keyboard shortcut. It makes it, you know, you hit the letter, you know, K and it makes the crossfade or something like that. You can do that. You can do that. Okay. All right. So then I'm audacity forever. I think I'm I'm like you. I'm audacity <laughs> already. I'm I'm that old guy who's like, oh, you know, it was, it's what I learned on. Learn how to do a stick shift. Do you know the fine zero crossings thing? I do. I just learned that, though, in the last couple of weeks. Is that not crazy? Oh, my gosh. I know. Oh, my gosh. I know. I learned that in 2015, and it changed my life. And for the people listening who don't know what we're talking about, when you have some – you're selecting a section of audio you want to delete. Maybe it's as simple as taking out a butt or an and, or we'll just say an um, but it's kind of tied into another letter. You want that cut to be clean. And the way you do that is you've made your selection, but you hit the letter Z, unless you've changed your default in Audacity. And the Z is this find zero crossings command, which very slightly adjusts the borders of your selection to where the audio hits the zero line. That's where it's going to find that spot to adjust to. Because if you don't hit the fine zero line, or if you don't hit that zero line, then you have the possibility of hearing a bump in the cut, in the audio, where the cut was made. It makes the cleanest edits, and I do it for everything now. So if I'm, I'm doing an um, amplification, or, or a de-amplification of a breath, I hit the Z first because I'll make sure that it hits that zero line. Mm -hmm. There's no bumps in the edit at all. It's amazing. I was amazed too. I never heard of that. And, and I think that's the thing, is like, audacity is so powerful. And to use it for 20 years, like I know my way around it. I'm probably more comfortable than most. But you learn something new every day on it, especially with like 3.0, they're adding new stuff. Not a whole lot of new stuff. I think it was mostly that file format. Changing the default for your multi-view. That's one of the things I'll be using all the time. So you can see the WAV file and a spectrum view at the same time. It's funny because I opened it up for the first time and I, I recorded it because I had somebody in the Facebook group ask a question about it. Does it work on Big Sur? I was like, well, let's find out. I have a laptop with Big Sur. And it's a 2016 model, so we know it's, you know, it's going to work on almost all Macs. And I did this capture of it, and I installed it, and I opened it up, and I was like, wait a minute. This looks exactly the same as 2.4.2. I was hoping for a new interface, yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's the question to the developers. Let's make it a little prettier. It still looks like Windows 98. <laughs> <laughs> I think on my PC, I think they changed the buttons to square instead of round or something. But that could be a, 
you know, the setting that I'm not aware of. But I, I kind of like that, though. It's even like Clean Feed, which we're using now. It's super raw, and who cares? If it gets the job done, that's actually helped me, something like Clean Feed, when I'm interviewing people, because people take it more seriously than Zoom. When they see a Zoom interface, they think web chat mm. and kids schooling or whatever. But sometimes it's clunky interface. It's like a government website or something. <laughs> You know it's serious. <laughs> Steve Stewart on Build a Big Podcast. For more from him, go to Podcast Editors Club. That's the easiest thing that you can do right now to get you connected with other editors. It's on Facebook, Podcast Editors Club. If you want to do more, if you want to make money with your podcast, he also has Podcast Editor Academy. When you go to that Facebook group, Podcast Editors Club, you will find more information about it there. On my blog, I've got a great behind the scenes of Steve's business. That's at bigpodcast.com. Just go there, click on the blog link. While you were there, you want to subscribe to this podcast, Build a Big Podcast. I'm here a lot. And the next couple episodes that I've got, you don't want to miss them because I'm continuing the thread of how to make your podcast sound great. You get it all for free at bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I make it easy for you got one button that you click got an iphone one button android you get your own button one button click it rss feed one button click it subscribe you know apple's calling this follow now but you know what i'm talking about this is where you don't miss an episode so whether you're calling it subscribe or follow you don't really follow me because you're a leader too you're a podcaster i'm helping you build a big podcast we're in this together so go there and subscribe big podcast dot com slash subscribe. And if you want to call it a follow, I won't hold that against you. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. And I'll see you on those next episodes. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. I'll see you soon.